That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. It's me, Gretchen, as normal. (laughs) It's usually just me. I love when I do have guests on though. Hopefully more to come soon. That would be fun. But today we have some serious business to take care of. I can't believe I'm finally crossing this one off my list, you guys. Comparing yourself, comparing ourselves to an old version of ourselves. Let me say that again. If you are comparing yourself to an older version of yourself, quit it, okay? This is going to be an episode where I literally just yell at you. No, I'm kidding. But, man, you guys, I have thought about this one for so long. I think this actually goes hand in hand, goes quite nicely with, I think it was my second episode ever, my body image and overcoming um, just sort of unhealthy habits. I forget how I titled it. Uh, with eating, like eating problems, stuff like that. And yeah, that's way back in my podcast little list. So if you guys haven't listened to that one, I would definitely give that one a listen because I go kind of through my history um, and yeah, just throughout like my life, I guess, with my body image and my perspective of myself and how I look and how I'm doing and how I'm feeling and uh yeah just my relationship with food sort of thing and you kind of see like the whole background and I feel like can see why I am the way I am today and I'll touch on it a little bit but I think that could be really good to listen to if you guys haven't already and this is going to be kind of specifically in that realm of things instead of just comparison in general comparing yourself to an old version of yourself So let me just say in the first two minutes here that first and foremost, if you're in your 20s, your 30s, whatever it is, I don't care, uh, and you're comparing yourself to your high school self, seriously stop. (laughs) It took me so long to realize this. In high school, you're a teenager that's literally growing and developing. You're not even your fully grown, you know, adult human self yet, and I mean, for the most part, I would generally assume that you're not going to be your full-grown self yet. I guess some people finish growing early. I actually was like a late bloomer, (laughs) TMI, but anyway. (laughs) So I just couldn't understand, you know, in college why I couldn't be like this 120-pound stick anymore. I mean, for me, I'm just kind of sticky if I'm 120 pounds. I'm 5'9". That's just like me and my body personally. Everyone's different, 120 pounds on you looks way different than me. It looks different on everybody. Do you know what I'm saying? Weight is just, I'm overweight. Can we all throw away our scales? I'm over it, okay? I'm literally over it. And 
you know, the most freeing thing was just realizing, like, I'm not supposed to be under 130 pounds anymore. Oh my gosh, like, can I scream it from the rooftops? And I guess I'll mention later on, if you guys know, you know why the under 130 pounds was so significant to me, specifically being on the women's lightweight rowing team. So, yeah, like, I can just look back and be like, man, what a time. Like, I just am so sad for this past version of myself. By the way, I should mention, you guys, that this might turn into an emotional, a little bit of an emotional episode, which I hope it doesn't, I hope, yeah, I just hope it doesn't because I feel like I've come a long way in all of this, but talking about it specifically, I just feel like I'm triggered by, like, certain words or sayings or, like, you know, things specifically about me and my body and stuff like that, so if I, like, tear up a little bit, you'll know why, okay, (laughs) and yeah, I can just think now, like, wow, the extra, you know, 20, 25 pounds heavier, like, I grew boobs, wow, didn't know I could have those, I endured injury and trauma, and I'm bigger and stronger and healthier, and that's okay, and If you didn't know, let me be the one to tell you right now. If you did not know that the extra 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds, whatever it is, I don't care. If you didn't know that the extra weight on your body was okay before, just let me be the one to tell you. It's okay. You're doing great. You're fine. Let me reassure you. You're healthy. You're strong. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. You're, do you know what I'm saying? Like, do we get the vibe here? Does this resonate with any of you? Is it just me? I want to have this as a recording and that it can literally be my like alarm when I wake up in the morning just to remind myself, you're great. You're fine. Everything's good. Stop worrying. Let me put your worries to rest. Your weight, guess what? It's exactly what it's supposed to be right now. If you are on your health grind and your journey and you're working at being you know maybe a more like fit healthy person overall and you're on like a weight loss journey good for you girl but don't pressure yourself and worry about it too much because you're right where you're supposed to be everything happens for a reason you're on your path and guess what like looking at the calendar of your life where you are right now is right where you're supposed to be let me just say that too get rid of all your worries. Okay. So also another thing I should mention, I feel like this is going to be me just going off script here, scripts, just talking straight from the heart because this is literally just coming from the depths of my heart. What I should mention, you guys, I can't believe I didn't mention this already. Tori's podcast. If you guys don't know who Tori is, she's amazing. I love her. Good personal friend now, honestly, but I met her because of social media from, you know, YouTube, Instagram. She has a podcast. It's called Manifest with Tori De Simone. It's one of the first podcasts I started listening to and I just like fell in love with it immediately because I just love the way she thinks about the world and life and manifestation and everything like that. So this episode, I completely you know, thought of because she made an episode in the beginning of her podcast called, like, idolizing a past self, and, you know, that's very similar to this, like, comparing yourself to an old version of yourself, idolizing a past version of yourself, and I just remember, I listened to it a while ago now, it must have been, like, over a year ago, but I just remember listening to it with, like, my eyes wide and my mind blown, and I honestly truly deep down think that I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing. I was fully living in the past and 
idolizing an old version of myself. And, you know, I knew I was living in the past. I had a close friend. I won't expose her here, but no, I'm kidding. But um, I won't say who it is just in case. But she, I'm so happy she sat me down and she was like, Gretchen, all day, every day, you're talking about, you know, like rowing yourself during rowing, this old relationship, this old time, whatever. She's like, you are living in the past and you are hindering your current yourself, like right yourself right now from living life and enjoying everything that's going on in the present because you're living in the past. And that was like another big, like mind blowing moment. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? She's so right. I might've even talked about this before and told you what friend this was. So maybe you already know, but I was just like, wow she was so right. And that's exactly how I felt when I listened to Tori's podcast. And I just remember texting my twin sister, Lucy, like crazy, because I would say we went through it in a very similar way because, well, we're twin sisters. We're, well, I was say we're very similar. You guys know we're very different, but we have like similar interests, whatever. We went through the whole lightweight rowing experience together. Um, so I think in that vein of things, we went through a similar experience. Maybe I struggled a little bit more, but Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is I was texting Lucy. I was like, oh my gosh, Lucy, you need to listen to this episode. This is literally, this applies to us like directly. This is like such a similar experience and Tori and I are around the same age and we were talking about sort of the same time frame of our life. Like I think she's a year younger than me and she kept talking about how she was comparing herself to like her high school version of herself when she was 18, 19, whatever. And that's when I realized, like, okay, Lucy and I are in the same boat here and we're comparing ourselves to a version of ourselves that wasn't even, like, fully grown yet and was, like, we were, like, over-exercising and that sort of thing. And, yeah, so it just, like, really applied to our situation. And honestly, you guys, I'm happy I listened so long ago so that I'm not just reiterating the same thing. Do you know if you, like, I don't know, I don't even know an example of this, but if you hear about something that you're trying to do or write about or talk about and you, like, hear an idea or like the same thing you like reiterate the same thing (laughs) do you know what I'm talking about even though I listened to her episode a while ago what I'm trying to say is that I'm sure this will be different I mean maybe it could be similar because I think we've had similar experiences but like we're different people and I honestly don't really remember what she said I just remember being like oh my gosh yes like so true that's exactly what I felt like so that just makes me think like her like even the title of her episode why do we idolize people like why are we taught to do that are we taught that like are we born this way of like idolizing certain traits or people is it like celebrities Does social media teach us this I don't know it's a weird phenomenon or like thing if you think about like I think about well why can't I just be happy with how I am right now and the way I am right now like why do I have to always have something else I'm comparing myself to or a version of myself that I'm idolizing or another person that I'm idolizing like why are we this way like maybe we're taught to always want to like do better and do more and improve and I don't know maybe that's why but it just really gets me thinking like how do we end up this way I mean I think a lot of it is like pressure from peers and like societal standards that we think are you know standards in society or social media and I think that the world has come a long way in this sort of thing in just normalizing like the normal seas of women in females in things that are normal on our bodies that like we see do you guys know what I'm trying to say here that we see like models and like these airbrushed beautiful photos on ads that are like these 
unrealistic expectations is really what it is. And I think what I'm trying to say is 2020 has had a lot of issues, but I think one good thing that's improving is normalizing yeah, just things that are normal on women, like cellulite or having, you know, some body fat on your stomach, which is supposed to be there to, you know, like protect, protect, protect your organs and your reproductive system and all these things that like we are taught to not like the squishy inner parts of our thighs, but like I love the squishy inner part of my thighs. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think we're like coming a long way here and I see posts that I really love on social media of girls being like, hey, you see these posts that you're comparing yourself to and know that half of it is like the way I'm posing my body and you do a swipe and they're not posing in a flattering way and it's like you can look so different so it's like everyone has their highlight reel and their best angle and everything like that so I love when girls just like keep it real like that because then you realize oh my gosh I'm literally comparing myself to like the best most perfect amazing version of everyone's self like that's not fair right so this gets me thinking also you guys that And I'm sure some of you can relate to this mindset or you've thought like this before maybe and I want to urge you to not or recognize, like be honest with yourself if you're thinking this way and be like, oh, maybe this isn't right or maybe that this isn't really what's going to make me happy. So um, I think it's sort of the idea like the grass is always greener, right, on the other side. Like if I can, I think I've talked about this before, if I can just get here, if I can just be at this part of my life, it doesn't even have to do with this specifically. It can be other things. Like for me, I catch myself doing this. I'm like, oh, well, if I can just like move to Pennsylvania already, if I can just be in that apartment and settle into my new life, then I can like do my fitness grind and like be back on like, you know, like taking care of myself and the best care of myself and going to bed earlier. And then I'm honest with myself and I'm like, Gretchen, what's holding you back from going to bed earlier? right now, tonight, tomorrow. Like, what is it? It's like you lying to yourself and telling yourself that you're going to do it later on. So it doesn't even just have to be about comparing yourself and body image and stuff like that. But I think a lot of the time it is. And so I still catch myself doing this and try to not let myself do this. But I so remember in the past being like, well, I'm this many pounds and you know things would just be a lot better and I would actually be totally confident in loving myself and like boys would like me and see there's where it gets really bad when you start thinking of how other people perceive you like everything would just be better if I was five pounds lighter right like if I could just get to this other side of the grass that's greener and just be like these five pounds less and have my thighs just a little bit smaller you know everything will be better let me tell you that this is so wrong and it's never the case and it's never what you think it is like if you're waiting for this what if like not what if when if like when you're waiting until something happens to be happy you're not going to be happy because you need to be able to find happiness like in the present moment if that makes sense sense or you're never going to be able to it's not going to be the five pound difference on the scale or that your thighs are a little smaller or that your abs are a little more defined like these are all you know can be healthy goals that you can be working towards but if you have like until I check all these boxes I'm not going to be happy it doesn't work like that and you know I think I've made up this effect that I'm thinking in my head right now that I you know I think I've experienced like firsthand with myself and friends and I think I can think about specifically on like a fitness journey so this effect I've made up in my head can you guys have you guys like recognized any of this or maybe you don't know what I'm talking about I'm gonna call it the smaller effect okay so like 
um, maybe I, for example, haven't worked out in a really long time and I'm just starting my fitness journey and I'm like all motivated and excited and great and I'm in, I'm in a good place. Like I fully, just for my health, want to work on myself and work on my workout routine, everything like that. And I get to working out, I notice some results, everything like that, but they almost make me feel like worse because then I can just pick apart everything and I'm like well yeah maybe I lost a little bit weight but ugh, you know my thighs could be smaller my arms could be more defined or like my abs could be more defined whatever like you can always find what I'm trying to say is you can always find something about yourself that you don't like but I encourage you to find the things about yourself that you do like hello it's like you're always going you can always be like mean about yourself and find something you don't like and find something you want to improve on and I can find myself and my friends and family members being so negative and I don't know when that became a thing you guys but I feel like that's such a thing in today's world that people are really they have really negative self-talk about themselves or maybe it's people being like overly humble I don't know what it is but they'll be like oh no like I can never do that or I could it's like what about having some confidence or like actually not showing off like you don't want to be bragging but just like playing to your strengths and be like yeah like I actually am a really fast runner or just I don't know I don't know what it is about but like, we all need to work on talking to ourselves really positive which reminds me a lot of the quote that I picked up for this week because you guys know in the beginning of my episodes I always talk about something I'm happy about currently and a quote and I found two amazing quotes for you guys so first what I'm happy about, you guys. And I urge you to think this way as well. I'm happy about my body. And almost if you can separate yourself from yourself, like look in, like jump out of your body right now, walk across the room and look back at yourself in your body. Because, you know, that reminds me, everybody's their own worst critic, but I'll get into that later. So you're looking at yourself right now. You're looking at your beautiful, strong body. I'm happy that I'm, for me personally, my body. I'm happy about all that it does for me. It's ability to literally keep me going, keep me living. It's keeping me alive. It keeps me walking, moving, loving, doing, biking, running, yoga-ing. That's not a word. But like seriously, I'm appreciating all that it does for me. And I want you to do the same. Like give yourself a hug right now. I'm giving myself a hug. Especially the hard things you've gone through. You're that much stronger oh my gosh, for all you moms out there, for any moms who are listening, I cannot even imagine. You literally have done the most amazing, miracle, like selfless thing. Like you've carried another human into this world in your body. It was like this wonderful machine growing in, you know what I mean? Like think about all the incredible things your body has brought you through and survived and kept you going and like it's incredible and then all the little things that you don't like about it really don't matter that much all the little dings and scars along the way guess what it builds character and it just shows all that you've been through so yeah I'm not a mom yet but one day I will be and like I actually can't even imagine I actually think that's a thing I'm sure you know postpartum moms can look back and want to lose weight or I remember my mom saying like oh I felt down you know that I was maybe 15 pounds heavier for a while after whatever but I honestly think a lot of times too and I think she felt like solace the right word solace in this is like you almost don't feel self 
I'm not self-conscious. You almost don't feel this like self-doubt sort of thing about how you look because you were like, I just did the most wonderful thing. Like I brought a baby into the world and I am so happy and like my body made that happen and did that and like it's so incredible and so any little thing that you're worrying about how you look like really doesn't matter that much and I think the same sort of goes for if you think about the injuries you've sustained like your body is still here and still going and so strong and has healed and surgeries and again like the scars that have showed that you have survived and you're still here and you're still alive when you think about it that way when you look at your body in that sort of light um like you're so proud of yourself and all that it's done and the life that it's given you because if you think about it that way like that is the purpose of your skin and your limbs and in the fat and the muscle and everything like that and the purpose is not to like look really hot in a bikini even though that would be nice we would all love that do you know what I'm saying here when you think about it in that sort of way so to my quotes you guys I love these two quotes I found on Google. The first one is, your body hears everything your mind says. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Your body hears everything your mind says. And I feel like so much of it is mental. With your body image, self-confidence journey, your health and fitness journey, so much of it is mental in you telling yourself to be fearful or that you can't do it. Um, things like that. I can't, you know, I can't be confident. I can't work on myself, love myself. I can't get in a, like a good fitness shape because I haven't been before everything like that. Like your body's listening and then it, it listens and it's like, okay. And it agrees. And it's like, well, if you're telling me I can't work out today, I can't work out. I don't know all these little things. I just think that that matters so much. And that makes me think about like how I'm going to get into this, but how you would talk to, um, a close family member or friend about themselves like how you would motivate themselves like motivate yourself in that way I'll talk about that and also the next quote is your weight does not define your worth I'm gonna say that one again too your weight does not define your worth here we go with the emotions you guys I can literally feel my like eyes stinging here um whoo <laughs> I think and just know that a lot of this pressure for me just came from my sport like I mentioned lightweight rowing I honestly just thought it was like a lightweight rowing thing though and constantly having to be under 130 like that sort of becomes synonymous with your with your self-worth and being like okay well every pound like I'm not kidding I thought this way every pound over 130 I am I this is just like terrible I'm not me this is awful like this is the worst thing like oh my gosh this is unacceptable by the sport so this is unacceptable by me and society obviously like no it was so messed up and but yeah, what I realized is that it wasn't just a my sport thing. It was sort of like an every sport type of thing. And, you know, I had so many gymnasts and dancers and like messaging me and, and you know, etc. More than that, basketball, lacrosse, like all the sports, you feel this pressure to like look a certain way, I think, and weigh maybe a certain amount because you are this athlete and you are performing at such a high level. And so it's like, you think in your head, I have to look this certain look to be an athlete when you don't. And everyone is so different. And we're supposed to look different because we're all unique and different. Oh my God, ah, I want to scream it from the rooftop. You know what I mean? So the weight not defining your worth is like the biggest thing, you guys. That, here we go again with me throwing out all the scales. Like I'm freaking over it. I'm 
sure there's healthy moments where it's good and it's maybe like a good tool um but for me no not good not a good history with it I would weigh myself like 20 times a day because that's how I measured my worth and it was so messed up and don't let yourself do that because you are so much more than a number on a scale you deserve so much better and so much more like out of life than to like confine yourself to this number it's crazy you know where I'm getting here so (sighs) I'm happy to move on from the weight moment right now. (laughs) On a better note, yeah, let's just move aside from this. We'll come back to it later. (sighs) We're just going to interrupt, okay? I just want to talk about something that I discovered maybe two years ago that I just love. And we're just going to talk about this for a moment. Happy note. And then we'll get back to the self-love and motivation, okay? So I'm going to talk about something that I use every single day. My case to five phone cases, you guys. Yes, that was plural because I might have 10 or maybe honestly more. (laughs) I'm just obsessed with switching them up for different seasons, for different times. That's why you'll always see me with like a new one changing it up Um, in my Instagram photos, my YouTube videos. And I remember my first one I got, I really wanted the iconic like glitter one with my name on it. So I know I started with that one, but now I have a bunch that came from really awesome collaborations with artists and designers. So some literally look like a watercolor painting. I don't know if you guys remember that one. I had it on in the spring. So beautiful. Another one I have is a painting of a girl who's traveling. It's like her with a suitcase at the airport. And I remember telling my friends that I was this girl in the picture and I wasn't, but I kind of looked like her, and other prints that I have, um, that are, like, you know, made from these artists, I would customize with my name on top, or my initials, and bottom line, they are all just so stylish, and not too thick, like how protective ones can be sometimes, so the impact case, which I know the majority of mine are, has military-grade drop protection, so it'll keep your phone safe through drops of more than six feet, I can attest to this specifically, since I drop my phone at least once a day and it's 100% okay every time I know two you guys celebrities like Kylie Jenner and Gigi Hadid are obsessed with their case of iPhone cases honestly that may be how I found them out like found out about them in the first place so you know that this is a phone case you can show up on your Instagram feed and if you guys haven't had a case of iPhone case before you can go to casetify.com slash happy hour to get 20% off your new favorite phone case that's casetify.com slash happy hour for 20% off your case to buy purchase And now let's get back to us. Let's get back to you, okay? You don't have a choice to go back. Let me say that again. (laughs) I keep repeating myself in here. You don't have a choice to go back. Go back to the old version of yourself in your life. Guess what? Let me be the one to tell you right here. You are not going to be 16 again. You're not going to be 18 again. You're not going to be 20 years old again. You know, if you're like younger than these ages right now, you're probably like, wait, but Gretchen, I'm only only 17. Okay, okay. I'm talking to maybe people older then. But any version of yourself that's younger you don't have the choice to go back you have no choice but to move forward and be the next best version of yourself so I would urge you to focus on that which is what exactly I'm trying to do in this moment on being healthy on feeling good on taking care of yourself on speaking nicely to yourself loving yourself and I know I was saying for me and my twin sister too it was for you know 
the weight on the scale, the numbers, the looks. I'm sure a lot of people, maybe some of you can relate to that. Maybe even, you know, especially if you experienced any sort of disordered eating, which I believe I did at times, and, you know, body image issues in the past and haven't fully recovered. But then that brings me to, and I think, do we ever fully recover? I don't know that I do. Maybe you do. (laughs) And I think the best way you can think about it is that it's something you always work on and it's a work in progress. I mean, I'm sure some of you are listening right now being like, but Gretchen, I'm good. I'm so confident in how I look and my eating habits and I'm healthy and happy and everything's good and kudos to you, girl. Like, I aspire to be like that. But I think if you've had any of these sort of like comparison issues or feeling like insecure, I guess is really what it is in the past it's something that you're always sort of working on and you can fall into old habits of letting yourself feel bad and comparing yourself and feeling bad for yourself and I remember talking about in my body image um episode I was talking about this is so sad for me to like recount but I think about in high school which is the craziest part you guys that we are comparing ourselves to an old version of yourself and guess what when I think about myself in that moment I think about my mindset and my thoughts back then I was not happy. I was even more sad. I was in a really bad place, probably the worst place in my life. I was so sad. Everything was worse. And yet, I'm comparing myself to that version of myself and idolizing it. Like, that's what I want to be again. No, I don't. Oh my gosh, I don't care if I was a little bit sticky. I didn't even have boobs yet. I didn't have curves. Boys didn't look at me because I looked like a 12-year-old boy. Not that if you don't have curves, that's not good. But do you guys know what I'm getting at? Like, I'm idolizing this version of myself that isn't even that great. And mentally, which matters most, and like how I was thinking and how I was doing was the worst point and really not good at all so it's like why are we comparing ourselves to that and mentally I know I was at a really rough point because I remember things like sitting here crying feeling so bad for myself because I was so insecure and I just wanted to look thinner and smaller and like these girls that were unhealthy and I just literally remember scrolling through like tumblr for the one second I had tumblr and looking at like stick thin girls which I would never look like that and should never look like that and crying and feeling bad that I didn't look that way because I was just stuck in this hole of comparison and that's so like I don't even know like embarrassing to admit or just like I just feel I just feel so sad for that version of myself back in the day I just feel so sad for myself that I didn't appreciate my body the way that I do now and you know, for you, it may be something as simple as, like, you're comparing yourself and your, your hair, okay, you're comparing your hair because it was longer before and you cut it, and you're comparing yourself to that version of yourself, that might be a dumb one, but, like, not kidding, it could be as simple as that, or the way your, you know, young, youthful body looked, like, how it was, how your skin looked, how your thighs were, whatever it is, but let me tell you, guess what, That's not you anymore. You have no business comparing yourself to that last girl because you're not her. I know that sounds weird, but like she isn't you. You're not her. You're you right now. (laughs) This is a lot about like identity and like who you identify as. But I know comparison is really, really difficult in general. I think anytime you feel insecure, down, bad... all stems the root is all comparison 
But when it's comparing yourself to yourself, it gets that much trickier, I think specifically mentally. Like your mind tricks yourself into thinking, okay, well, now I must be huge, right? I need to be where I was before. No, you don't. You may hate or resist change like me and try to stay the same, but guess what? If you are staying the same, you're not growing. You're not improving. You're not living. I mean, not to say that if you have a stable, healthy weight that that's bad. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying that look at all that you've gone through and what your body's carried and supported you through. It's time to start saying thank you to yourself. And again, hug yourself. Look in the mirror and be like, hey, my cellulite's okay. And guess what? It's normal. And I love it. And maybe not that far. It's okay to have things that you don't like about yourself and that you're improving on yourself. But let's focus on like our strengths and our things that we do like about ourselves. I think we can so easily find weaknesses or points or things that we don't like. And it's like I challenge you to write down, maybe wake up and write down 10 things that you love about yourself and how maybe more about how you feel and not how you look like let's get away from the appearance of everything maybe be happy that you're a really good listener you're a really good listener to like the friends and family in your life and you're happy about being such a kind caring compassionate person like these are the things that really matter in life people okay you again you don't have a choice to go back so it's time to start being happy with who you are right now and finding happiness and joy in your current version of yourself because you ain't going back okay this is where I'm going to talk about earlier how I said think about how you would speak to your best friend your sister now why don't we speak to ourselves like that this reminds me so specifically of a conversation I had with my twin sister Lucy I think I've spoken about this before I definitely did I think I did in the body image episode because it was such like a monumental moment and we were both like wow clearly we have some things to work through like it was sort of like a humbling um realization moment where we had to be really honest with ourselves and I think I just I remember so specifically we were in our apartment in Boston and I walked into her into her room and that's when it hit me I was like Lucy I look at you right now and I see such a beautiful, strong woman that's gone through so much. Like, you literally are so beautiful. And I look at all my friends and my family members. They're beautiful human beings. Like, I find all the most amazing, great things about them because I love them. And they're my loved ones. And I don't see their faults and their weaknesses. And sure, there are things I'm sure that you would want to improve. Like, I wish my partner was better at listening to me or, like, would hug me more. Whatever. You can find these little things, but it's like, overall the people that you love and care about in your life you it's so easy to applaud them and tell them how beautiful they are things like that and I'm like now why can't we do this to ourselves I'm like Lucy like I fully honestly look at you and I could compliment you on like 30 things right now like you're doing amazing sweetie you're thriving I love you and then I'm like wait a minute like why can't I do that to myself and that's when it's, I think of this as our beautiful conversation because I'm like, it's so easy for me to look at you and be like, you're beautiful. You're so beautiful. This is where I'm going to get emotional again. But then I'm like, why can't I look in the mirror and be like, I'm beautiful. Like we both were, I'm like, okay, let's try to say it to ourselves. Like I'm beautiful. And I think we both started crying and we were like, why is it so hard to look in the mirror or think of yourself and say, I'm beautiful. I know I'm beautiful. I'm so strong. I'm such a beautiful person inside and out. I love the way I look. I love the way I feel. I love the choices I make. I love the human being that I am. 
Ooh, I don't know why I'm gonna cry here. Now the dog's barking. Like, why is it so dang hard to compliment yourself and love yourself? And again, I think society and, you know, us human beings as a whole, at least my generation maybe, is getting better with dealing with this sort of thing and self-love and self-care. I feel like there's been such a sort of importance placed on self-care in the past couple years. I feel like I just think about when I started YouTube, you know, like eight years ago. I don't think I've ever heard the term self-care. I don't know if that was a thing. And taking care of yourself was sort of like not important or not talked about. And I feel like for a while it was like this hustle culture and like grinding 100% of the time culture. And it's like, what about the culture that says be gentle with yourself and love yourself and take care of yourself and be good human and focus on what matters kind of thing so I think we're improving with that but yeah I just wonder if that would resonate with you guys like literally stand up and look in the mirror and be like "Ooh, you got this boo like you're gonna slay today you're gonna kill your interview you are going to be victorious you're going to achieve all your goals you are amazing sweetie you've gone through so much like all these little things it's like why is this so hard to say this honestly reminds me of Tori's podcast she just talks about manifestation and how important that is and how much it really is working for you and how much the world can work in your favor if you ask that of it and sort of put that energy out there and I think a lot of that kind of goes hand in hand with like your mind speaking to your body like I said earlier because if you physically are saying out loud or writing down in a journal or whatever it is having a conversation with a close friend saying these things then like your body is believing it so yeah (laughs) that's what I wanted to say about that I knew I wanted to talk about food I don't know if you guys can tell this might seem more like chopped up um by like category wise but I wanted this episode to be very like to the point and concise because I can get really chatty and digress and even though this might there could be weird transitions right now from I'm going to start talking about food I just am trying to like hit all the points you know I'm not trying to waste your time here I'm trying to have you guys hear the valuable information so let's talk about food this is a big part of the equation for me And I think a lot of it is because when I'm comparing myself to an old version of myself, I think about what I was eating back then, which was not nearly enough to sustain me and my lifestyle and my strong, glorious, beautiful, healthy, amazing body. That's how you should be thinking of it, people. I don't know how strong it was back then, which makes me really sad. But I think a big part of the equation, like I said, is food because I think about how I was under eating and I was so unhappy and food was something that I thought about all the time because I was under eating and I feel like my mind was just freaking out all the time like, hello, you're not eating enough, but I like wouldn't let myself believe it. I don't know. I wasn't educated enough. I didn't, I truly don't think that I knew that I wasn't feeding myself properly. I just was not taking care of myself and after that point in time, I don't know, do you guys, some of you might know this, that I had a history with being vegan for like about a year and you know, maybe I can make a whole podcast episode on that because I haven't before. Ultimately, not for me. Um, I think it was okay at the time. I definitely at this point was eating 
more like volume wise so that was good but I just think this was sort of a way for me to try to like control what I was eating and was still in that really unhealthy mindset so for me like the diets the fads whatever it is what my friends were eating girls on YouTube whatever I was comparing myself to just can't work for me long term in like my lifestyle and sustaining sort of like a healthy relationship with food I think just because of the issues that I've had with it in the past and that's back to comparison comparing what I'm eating to everybody else and to my old self which was maybe like a toast in the morning and then a rice cake at lunch and then a salad for dinner like I would compare myself to that and be like oh maybe I can be this like stick figure again if I ate that way and then I'm like oh my gosh no i I was like lightheaded all the time and so sad. I was so sad. I, I like pushed myself to just think about how I was feeling in these moments. I was not happy. And just it's like every body is different. If I haven't even said that yet. Everybody's different. And your body is different. It is going to react different than everybody else's body. Body And like what works for me may not work for you. It probably won't because guess what? We're different. And what I've landed on with the food situation is that I have to this just is how it has to be I have to eat whatever I want whenever I want it's that simple for me at least and what I've learned that I eat when I'm hungry and I don't when I'm not and I this is a big part of it focus on food as being fuel and making you feel good you know what I just was thinking of though when I talked about it being like a simple equation that reminds me of I mean, everybody's different in every situation, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But what I learned is I think struggling with my relationship with food and kind of like obsessing over it, you know, if you guys have experienced this, it becomes sort of like an obsessive type of thing and you look at what everybody else is doing like, hmm, okay, like they're really thin and in shape. I want to be like that. Well, what are they doing? And it's like, hello, no, off the bat, eh, wrong, (laughs) like everybody's different. But I would just think about what everyone else is doing and I remember well, when I first started dating Max and just coming across boys, it was like boys that were healthy and good. I mean, I know I'm not trying to exclude boys from this conversation of comparison and eating disorders and stuff like that because it's like, it's not just a female thing. We all know that and boys experience it just as much. Like, I'm not trying to say that, but just in my experience, or I guess I don't even have to say boys in general, just when you're looking at someone close to you maybe that has like a really good healthy relationship with food and it's like okay what are they doing for me that was max when I first started dating him I'm like wait why is this so simple why is he not like thinking about food all the time he's just happy and healthy and everything's good and it's like he's not thinking about it when he's not eating he thinks about it when he's hungry he eats when he's hungry he doesn't when he's not he eats whatever he wants whenever he wants and I think that's kind of how I learned how to do that I was like wait wow Like, I didn't know this is how it could be, that it could just be this easy to function as a normal human being that eats when they are hungry, doesn't when they're not. Like, it may seem just simple and easy to you, but I think because I had issues with it in the past, it was just never that simple. So, yeah, that became very freeing when I was like, oh, I can just do this. (laughs) And it's just a lot more simple that way. So, I was saying, focusing on food that makes you feel good. I wrote this down in my notes in all caps, how you feel, focus on how you feel, 
that makes it a whole lot simpler too. We're simplifying this equation because I think I complicate it in my head and I'm like, well, what's, obviously there's one right answer here. This is like my business mindset coming into play. There's one right answer. If I'm going to be a happy, healthy version of myself, I need to be eating like one strict diet and regimen. What does that look like? What am I eating every day? What should I be eating? Is this too much? Is this too little? What am I doing? Like, oh my gosh, I'm floundering. Like I (laughs) feel lost. Okay. If you feel that way, focus on food that makes you feel good. And what I mean is after you eat it, how are you feeling? After you eat the pack of cinnamon rolls, are you like, oh my gosh, or are you like, wow, I needed that? Like focus on that sort of thing. And I feel like there's different moments where I know I need different things when I'm I'm, you know, eating junk food all weekend because I needed to and I had a great time and I don't feel guilty at all because guess what? We're human. On Monday, I'm like, you know, I could use a couple vegetables. Haven't had vegetables in a while. That would taste really good to have a salad. And then when you're on your healthy grind for a while, you're like, wow, I could really make a pack of cinnamon rolls. Go ahead and do it because your body craves what it wants and what it needs and like listen to your body. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, completely related to what I was just telling you guys about focusing on eating food that makes you feel good. That seriously, guys, the feel in the equation is just making it a whole lot simpler. I wanted to talk to you guys about Daily Harvest, especially if you haven't heard of it before. I feel like I honestly was so late to hearing about them a while back and everyone was like, Gretchen, we already know, we already love them. So I was like, oh, okay, behind. So if you haven't heard, basically it's like a vacation from cooking. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I feel like I am still just always looking for ways, like I was saying, to simplify this equation, simplify my day, especially with things, you know, I have to do like feeding myself. So skipping the meal prep and keeping things easy with Daily Harvest is so nice, you guys. Daily Harvest is really a lifesaver since it keeps my kitchen in there for my meals, just stocked with clean, delicious food that's built on real fruits and veggies because personally for me that's like these types of whole foods make me feel the best and I actually know that daily harvest is farm right to frozen to lock in their peak nutrients and taste they have smoothies harvest bowls and I don't know if I've tried the flatbreads or the new plant-based ice cream but I know they have them I really want to I've heard especially you guys that the plant-based ice cream is so good like everyone's raving about it And you know what I've seen recently on the website? The mint and dark cocoa, cacao, chip ice cream. And I definitely have to try that one first because my favorite smoothie, if you guys remember, is the mint and cacao one. And, oh, what I was just saying was that all of that and more are ready in literally minutes. By the way, I'm going to brag for a second. I swear, you guys, I can always do it quicker than the package says to. I pride myself, you know, the three minutes instead of five minutes or whatever. It's just so quick so seriously just keep it simple this summer with daily harvest just like i am you can go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code happy hour to get 25 dollars off your first box that's promo code happy hour for 25 dollars off your first box at dailyharvest.com if you haven't tried before now could be a great time especially in the summer it's so hot like i don't ever even feel like cooking so that brings me to my next point to keep it simple and foolproof so keep the foods on hand that make you feel good whether it's daily harvest and fruits and veggies and rice and hummus and wholesome food that makes me feel good like that you know honestly I think I'm just thinking about the lunch I just had I had rice with all these sauteed veggies and chicken sausage sometimes I like hummus in there hot sauce whatever it is sorry I'm like probably getting hungry again but any diet that 
works for you, whether you're vegan, paleo, whatever it is, keep those foods on hand so you won't feel lost and confused and like you don't know what's going on. You know, it's about finding what works for you. I have so many friends and family members that are vegan and it makes it easier for them because they, you know, have this dietary restriction from stomach issues and focusing on how they feel or whether it's for animal rights, whatever it is, you are going to find what works for you, okay? And you're going to keep it simple and foolproof by keeping those foods that you know that work for you at home on hand. It's that simple, let me tell you. And similarly to food, the next thing I want to talk about is working out and exercise. Think about that in the same way. Do what makes your body feel good. I'm going to say it again. Do what makes your body feel good. And don't do anything that makes it feel bad, okay? Whether it's spinning, running, yoga, Pilates, strength training, swimming, whatever may have you, do what makes you feel good. For me, sometimes I feel like going on a run, but sometimes when I'm running, I feel like, you know, but this is me comparing myself to others. I'm catching myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not that fast anymore. Or I'm comparing myself again to an old version of myself. I used to be faster. These other people are faster. If only I was faster, maybe this run would feel better or maybe not. Or maybe I just don't like running that much. And that's okay because I love spinning. When I spin, I get lost into this world where it's honestly more helpful mentally than even physically. I mean, physically too. It's amazing for your body. There are a million physical and mental benefits of exercise. We all know that. But I think mentally, it just helps me so much. It's like an escape in a moment that I fully am focusing on myself and working on myself to be the best version of myself and it gets me going for the day and gets my endorphins kicking and my metabolism running and all these things. So yeah, find your workout for you that makes you feel like that. Yoga makes me feel like that sometimes. That's really good mentally and really helps you unplug and stay grounded. I love yoga Pilates, strength training, whatever strength training, I feel like I'm like, eh, like I know that it's important. And some people that's their escape and their like true love. And sometimes I just honestly feel like nauseous and so exhausted, maybe because I'm not used to it. But whatever it is, like do what works for you and work towards finding what that looks like for you and not doing what somebody else is doing. You know, sorry if this episode is a shorter one, but I just really wanted to be blunt and honest and straight to the point with you guys and have this be a wake-up call for you like it was for me so long ago when I listened to Tori's episode to not continue the uh, unhealthy negative thoughts that you may be having because I want you to remember you're not going back. You're only going forward to the next best you and let's talk about her, the next best you. Let's focus on her being solid, mentally, happy, genuinely happy, okay? In her relationships with the people that matter in her life, we want her to be fulfilled. We want her to feel purpose. She wants to feel purposeful and you know, that's what makes you feel the fulfillment. Just don't live in the past for too long, for so long like I did, you guys, because let me tell you, it's wasting precious time. I feel like not because I don't like having regrets, but I don't like to think, I don't want to even think like that, that I wasted this like year of my life living in the past. But I'm sure there are things that I missed out on living in the past because I'm like, if only I could still be like this or look like this or do something like this. And that was, you know, messing up current present opportunities and things for me because I was worrying and stressed. So stop doing that. Be gentle with yourself. Know what makes you feel better. 
and don't let me <laughs> don't let me scare you into thinking right now that you need to be so harsh on yourself like don't even think of an old version of yourself or your past self don't think of the past at all like we're only moving forward no that's very harsh obviously everything in life you know hindsight's 2020 always it's always it's a give and take so be kind to yourself like literally i challenge you today to go write down some things about yourself that you love some of your strengths and think about that and guess what you're gonna feel like a boss ass bitch because you are and just know that I mean especially now in 2020 2020 is crazy we're all feeling it in different ways so like I just said be gentle with yourself I don't you know I don't even like saying love yourself like that's so easy to say love yourself people would say like self-care self-love so important Gretchen go love yourself and I'm like well how so it's finding what works for you and oh even that you know it sounds overwhelming what works for me I don't know so I think for me it's just like trial and error through time like for me specifically journaling has always been something that I struggle with and that I revisit sometimes and I think I will pick up eventually but maybe it was too overwhelming for me at first and it can be little things like a face mask this reminds me of my self-care episode you guys or lighting a candle or listening to some music or chatting with your parents or petting a dog you know, it's all these little things. That's what life's about, really. Anyway, so, <laughs> wow, I feel like I've covered so many bases in this episode. Sorry if it's a little bit all over the place. Um, I feel like I could make this episode 10 times and keep talking about how you should not compare the current version of yourself to an old version of yourself because like I said before that girl is in the past and she's not you anymore. You're not her. So, enough with her, right? <laughs> I'm sure we could all find things that we like of ourselves in the past or, you know, things like that. But, you know, this is also sort of the situation like the grass is greener because the grass is greener in the past because we can look back and see all the positives, but you may be ignoring the negatives of those moments or hardships because you're just like your mind is focusing on the positives and like you could be like me I look back and I see mentally that I wasn't doing so hot and you know being this skinny version of myself that I am now comparing myself to wasn't worth the mental hardship and the over exercise and all the other issues that came with it so I don't know maybe this is just an episode I needed for me in specific to like get it all out there but maybe it helped some of you guys hopefully um you know in an ideal world that's why I made this so just know that I love you all so much. Seriously, if nobody else tells you this, let me be the one to tell you. I don't want this to sound cheesy because like I literally mean it. That you have a purpose even if you haven't found it yet. I don't know if I found mine. We're all working towards it. We're all doing the best we can. You were born with a purpose. You got this girl. 2020 is tough but like you never know what's around the next corner and just keep working on being the best version of yourself, the most kind, compassionate person that I know that you are. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll catch you in my next one. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.